Welcome to ASIC Scam Watchers Podcast, the only podcast committed to unraveling the latest scams, updates on frauds and malpractices unfolding in the Australian stock market. ASIC Scam Watchers is a community group of retail investors providing a platform for revealing the misleading and underhanded tactics used by organizations and individuals. ASIC Scam Watchers is not affiliated with ASIC or the ASX in any form. This podcast nor any of our platforms are providing recommendations for financial products or financial services. We are not licensed financial service providers. We are retail investors just like you. ASIC Scam Watchers is self-funded. We do not charge for our platform and we will not ask you to pay for any of our services. So if you've come here for hot tips on stock or the latest trends on investments, then you've come to the wrong place. If you come here to connect with other retail investors to use as a research platform for protecting your investments against frauds and scams by connecting with your peers, then I'm sure you're going to get some value. Sit back and relax and enjoy the show. Okay, thanks for joining. Let's dive right in. Some of you, especially the more experienced and long-term investors, may be wondering, what is all of this about? Who the hell are these guys? Well, this project aims to empower retail investors to connect in a professional way and build a knowledge bank of research dedicated to cutting out the manipulators and just focusing on facts around fraud and scams in the ASX. It's about coming together for a common good and leveraging our collective wealth of experience and knowledge. Ultimately, it's about protecting ourselves and other investors from fraud. Now, I must clarify that I'm not a professional investor. I don't have a financial services license, as I said in the intro. I'm not even much of a good punter on the stock market. After years of hard work, I managed to save up some money. I decided that the best thing to do was to invest it in a well-regulated and trusted environment. I wanted something tangible, something I could own and watch grow. So I bought shares in a company. I did follow the advice to do my own research. Although that's so ill-defined, I had no idea what that actually entailed. And what I now know is research means just reading the internet and company announcements, much of this contaminated by self-interest. Furthermore, I didn't have the time to delve into the intricacies of all the pitfalls in the market, the tactics that people use to manipulate people and that companies will use to manipulate people. To be fair, the company I invested in seemed promising. They had offshore operations and a substantial amount of money in reserve. Their quarterly reports showed growth and they had what I believe to be a couple of engaged and credible directors in Australia. I thought, what could possibly go wrong? Naively, I assumed everything would be fine. Fast forward a year and the company was delisted. It turned out that a director had sold millions of dollars worth of shares in the preceding months. I was left dumbfounded, wondering how things could have gone so terribly wrong. 
I had invested around $50,000. That's a lot of money. That's a lot of money. I thought surely the ASX or ASIC would come to my rescue. They would come and assist. They would regulate. They would do things. But basically once the company was delisted, it became a private company and the ASX wanted nothing more to do with them. ASIC seemed powerless. I mean, I thought it's the stock market. This is the stock market after all. It's where mum and dads have their superannuation. The company sent a letter to shareholders. They were delisted at this time, stating their intention to demerge from the offshore business, the only revenue stream that they had, find another business in Australia, raise some funds somehow through a capital raise and start anew. I think they wanted to tap us investors again. Realising the importance of discussing the best way to vote, I sought out an internet forum that is very popular among shareholders. Unfortunately, what I found was an appalling display of trolling, of bickering, of senseless arguing, of irrelevancy, and while there are some amazing contributions on there, filtering through all of that was a nightmare. And there are some really positive efforts by people to provide sort of factual information and give a nice informed community. But what I discovered was the majority of people who lost money in the company don't even use that forum. The vast majority of shareholders aren't active on there. And there was little hope of using this medium for communications in any real productive manner. Being unfamiliar with chat rooms, I wasn't sure if this was normal, but it certainly didn't inspire any confidence in having any meaningful discussions through that medium. Taking matters into my own hands, I decided to create a Discord channel for shareholders. I contacted the company, I tried to get the register, some email addresses, I spoke uh, to the company and they they informed me that they couldn't get the the, uh, register from the broker, which was really disappointing. I managed to, through some social media channels, track down quite a few shareholders and this proved to be a very successful move. It gave us an opportunity for victims to connect and to support one another. At least we had someone to talk to that was in the same situation and we could formulate a plan. We could ask questions. I mean, some of these guys were elderly. uh, They couldn't use computers. Uh, It was really tragic, actually, to to hear some of their stories and, 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 you know, they'd lost a lot of money. They're at the end of their working life and it's just really sad. And they were so grateful for that platform. And it was a really inspiring move to, to be able to, to pull that together, to have the community for us to talk. We managed to get a company representative to come on board, so it gave them the opportunity to talk to the company representative, although they were quite unhelpful. It was just some junior office girl. But at least we had a link. Prior to that, there was no communications. You couldn't get responses from emails, so it was great to have a link there. This was a community driving forward, taking things in our own hands because the regulator, in my opinion, is so busy that we weren't even on their radar. 
So we reached out to shareholders and tried sourcing the register and we managed to get some contacts and we had that touch by stone. But sadly, there was no happy ending here. While we discussed the possibility of a class action and taking legal action, there was no firm that wanted to take on the case. The ASX and ASIC seemed powerless to assist us. So what I learned from that experience is immeasurable. I learned that retail investors can really be a great support for each other if they're united. But the platforms we use to connect are mostly a cesspit of internet trolling or unintelligible ranting. I learned that there are stronger laws for advertising a pill that can make you lose kilograms just by taking a single pill. That you cannot make false claims when you're advertising to a consumer for a product that may cost $15. There are stronger laws for advertising to that market than there are advertising laws or marketing material from companies that protect investors who are manipulated into investing hundreds of thousands of dollars. So moving on, I started a Discord channel for my other stocks and it's moderated well. It's a peaceful, respectful and accommodating place, free from clicks and free from the food fights. After seeing the success of a well-managed and united audience for a common good and having seen how the market is not the embodiment of professionalism, I thought it was time and I decided to start this project. Look, I came from nothing, from the dirt really. I was the first in my family to go to university, although as a mature student after I'd worked my ass off shoveling dirt for 10 years. But it was still a proud moment. I worked hard and achieved some good things. But where I came from, there was a belief that the suited men in the big cities were honourable and investing in the stock market was the secret club where honourable men made honest money and you could be part of it with some small risks. I didn't really question it. We were a poor but trusting and loving family. I was instilled with those values. Now I understand this is far from the reality and movies like The Wolf of Wall Street and, 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 and those sorts of things have educated parts of the community. But the reality these days is I see the scams, I see the fake profiles, I see the pumping announcements, I see the paid promoters, I see the brokers material, I see the material from the, 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 the major firms, I see... Uh, the platforms that deliver messaging and I see it for what it is. I understand the fraud and I understand the fraud in the market is ill-defined. Something that even ASIC, our regulator, even ASIC admit themselves that they have no clear definition for fraud. In 2015, John Price, the commissioner at the time of ASIC, said, Well, it may surprise you to know that despite ASIC's law enforcement role, there is no definition of fraud in the key legislation we administer. Perhaps most useful description of fraud I have seen comes from an auditing standard that notes fraud means an intentional act by one or more individuals among management, those charged with governments, 
employees or third parties involving the use of deception to obtain an unjust or illegal advantage. Now, if we think about that definition from an accounting standard, an accounting auditing standard, if we think about that definition and how that applies to, you know, ratings given out by a company, you know, where they've de- re-rated a stock at a particular price or if you log on to your broker firm and you see that, you know, they're recommending a company that's pumped the hell out of it and they're saying it's undervalued. These sorts of things don't make a lot of sense when you apply that definition. If our regulator really struggles to define fraud, it's little wonder that there's so much of it going on. Having now become more experienced and active with my investments and still holding onto the values I was gifted by my mum for honesty, humility and compassion, I decided to embark on this project. It starts with the idea of a Discord channel to be used as a forum for people to share their concerns and experiences and red flag fraud or misleading practices. It's a whistleblower site to some extent, but it's also a research tool for investors to come and to test their investment strategy with other peers, with people who don't have a vested interest, with people who may be already invested, but understand that without retail investors supporting the regulator at a grassroots level, the frauds will continue. To call out the pump squads, and to become a library of research for people. So it's the opposite of the current platforms in my opinion. We don't promote stocks. We don't want to promote stocks. It's free to use and it always will be. It won't be monetized, it's on Discord. This is simply about people coming along and asking the question about our investments. Are these guys intentionally acting by one or more individuals, those people charged with governance of the company, are these people seeking to deceive to obtain an unjust or illegal advantage? We ask the community and the community responds. Is this a scam? Is this company overinflating their opportunities? This technology that no one else understands, is it real? So by using people from a wide range of the community, we can have different opinions to talk about whether the material we're being fed is fraudulent. So we want people to come along to ask the the question and then the community has an opportunity to engage. We want a professional uh, responses. We want... Um, people not to get triggered or upset. Uh, We want a discourse on the investment that's peer-to-peer without pumping, without recommending any particular stocks. We don't allow that on the platform. It's really just to discuss potential uh, um, misleading conduct, which is often seen in the market, without the fluff, without the pumping. So, yes, is it, it is an experiment. Will it work? Well, I hope so. Okay, so I wanted to cover off on just a few of the reasons and background on what we are about 
this is no threat to anybody. This is what happens on the really popular internet forum, but it's just cutting out all of the noise where you really want that person to continue talking. You really want to hear what they've got to say, but someone else pipes in and then it just deteriorates into this mess. So we are able to moderate a lot better on the Discord. We're hoping that uh, we get a broad range of opinions, a broad range of experiences, a broad range of people. Our role is just to facilitate that to happen. It's peer-to-peer discussions that happen on the internet forums without the noise. In a you know professional sort of manner, we're just focusing on factual information and 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 opinions of investors. So if you want to help out, you can go to our website, ASXScamWatches.com and find the link to our Discord. That would be great. We only ask that if you do come over, you come with a fresh, fresh approach. We want the, the seasoned investors, the, the, the amazing contributors to the, to the forums that are out there publicly available, those people with the knowledge and the experience and, and that can test ideas. You know, there's a lot of stuff happening in micro cap world that where people really need support. They really need that. Um, and the intention is not for them to read it and make any decisions, but at least it's part of the research that's really quite missing at the moment. There's, there's no place to do that end of the research. There's only the fluff. There's only the broken material. There's only the manipulators. So we just need to balance that out, and that's what we're trying to do. So come along with a fresh approach. If you're not easily triggered by an investment that you have and you're reading stuff and you don't feel the need to smash onto the keyboard, uh if you can hear negative comments about your investment and just leave them be, that's the type of people we're, we're happy to have it come along. Because, sure, there's pump squads out there that have been prosecuted. They've they're, they're, they've been uh, prosecuted by ASEC and and there are short-term gains to be made. But for most of the the investors uh, that that come on to our forum, uh, we'll be looking at you know making money over time that want to buy a good solid business that's got potential to grow. That's what we want to find. The marketing material we've got, you know, if you've never worked in mining, you know, what is the geologist report? What the hell is that? I've got no idea. You know, there's so many people that they would have no understanding of what they're being fed. And there's no way in assistance for our regulator to give them that. And it doesn't seem fair that there are so many avenues where they can get positive information, but no information about is this really a good uh, uh, hole in the ground? So as I said in the intro, we are just a platform, nothing more, nothing less. Uh, the community we build from here and the resource it becomes is entirely up to you. And this is not just another stock forum. We don't want to recreate another stock forum. There is a place out there for the really popular uh, uh, stock forums. Uh, this is not a private channel it's open to the public it's a community channel anyone can join but it will be moderated um, so that it uh, it adds value um, for the intended purpose no pump squads no recommendations really just uh, testing the information received by companies 
So this is part of the community helping the regulator and helping ASX get ahead of the victimization of investors. And we hope that ASIC and ASX recognize the importance of a community uh, like this. I'm doing my part here. You often see people online saying, you know, I just don't want to see the little guy getting taken advantage of in some heated argument about a stock. Well, this is something you can do that will help that. If you really uh, passionately believe you don't want to see the little guy debt and taken advantage of, then then please come along and join us. We uh, hope that this is successful. It is an experiment and it could crash and burn. And we look forward to seeing you.